0: all right today is october 12th it is no longer jake's birthday it is my father's birthday happy birthday dad jake Boo. you're a piece of shit it's not your birth anymore no one cares about you the yankees are going to the alcs we're going to preview that series let's talk yanks I'm Tom, i have an baseball. interesting fellow coming on after the break his oh. name is jimmy james john boy whatever well, this guy went from like 300 followers to like
1: 2300 followers his name is john boy the yankee fan. happy birthday your dad
0: I showered you with, with love last night because I was a bucket of love, so I had to bring you down to earth. Piece of shit. Yeah. All yeah. right.
1: Oh there, oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome back. It's your another daily podcast. have been doing the daily podcast now. If you're listening, we absolutely appreciate it. We're going to try and preview this series. We got a good amount of questions. Thank you guys for that. Talk about it. First and foremost, though, Jake, I had a miserable day today.
1: Absolutely not Really? Not. I was going to ask about
0: that. Yeah. So I drank the six-pack of beer last night. I'm not a right. drinker anymore. Uh, I don't really get drunk often, which is different than previously in my life. And I don't deal with hangovers well at all, especially when I'm at the yeah. office and I have to work. I just, like, a puddle of mud, can't do anything. I forgot to take my heartburn medicine, so I had heartburn all day. No yanks. Thanks. Nothing to really, like... Get me opposite there. end of the spectrum. You had a great day.
1: You, no, you, you went from bucket of happiness last night to uh, just a fat pile of fatness.
0: Yeah, say la vie, huh? It's like balance. No,
1: it's CC Sabathia.
0: CC Sabathia.
1: Not say la vie.
0: CC la, la vie. Ooh.
1: Ooh, let's, let's go to the
0: Louvre. Let's go to La Louvre. You, okay. what, you went
1: on a nice death walk with your girlfriend.
0: Yep. So that was part of it. She was like, i was like it's the off day tomorrow i'm gonna do a couple podcasting but i won't be crazy let's she's like let's go on a run let's go on a hike i'm like or absolutely not i will not go on a run with you i'm a lazy piece of shit running sounds miserable let's go on a walk we live in a nice little there's like a park behind us but i was getting spooked man i mean yeah i mean i don't need to 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 act manly i'm a, a, a cowardly little bitch Oh, you're
1: so cowardly.
0: Yeah. Remember when
1: we went into the the closed school or whatever, the abandoned school?
0: In college, Jake and me and our friends went into an abandoned elementary school just for fun. We drove past it one day and we're like, hey, let's go in there. It was boarded up. We went through the boarded door, flashlights in hand, weapons in hand, and it was spooky. It was full of arcade games.
1: Yeah, that was easily the weirdest part.
0: Yeah, so anyway, I was scared, and me and my girlfriend just went on a walk, and all I could think was, like, people have been murdered here. So I told a little ghost story about, you know, a cancer girl getting euthanized.
1: Which leads us right into
0: the series. Yep, yeah. The Astros are going to get euthanized. My day, my day was okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, let's—I'm I'm already over my day. I felt pretty good today. It was a nice day. You got the you got gorgeous the
0: weather. Over jersey
1: Yeah, I uh, I've I recently started working out again, so I'm just gonna if if anyone watches the visual of these, I'm gonna just flex my trap trapeze muscles every like five seconds.
0: The visuals have been to... tough because I've I've been so wanting to get the wanting to get the videos out quickly, and when I record the screen, it puts our mouth off with our noise, and to edit the right. video, I have to adjust that all the time, and for these these everyday ones. I haven't been doing this. So if you only watch on YouTube and you're watching right now, I apologize all right? because it's not synced up at all.
1: Well, maybe just give our listeners like a shot of my trapeze muscles there. Cause I think that's probably why they tune in to the podcast. <laughs>
0: if, you're, if you're tuning in, go to like whatever Mark, this is, we'll look down at your phone, find out what Mark we're at in the podcast. And then Jake, tra- uh, what what are those muscles called traps? They look great. Yeah. Trapeze great. muscles. Easily the best feature. On your body that I can see right now. Do you want me to rank? Ooh, do you want me to no. rank them? <laughs> no, let's, let's let's jump into the series. All right, let's just go straight into the rotation. It got announced today, which uh, we were shocked at. I was surprised at. It's yeah. T- we've Tanaka game we've one.
1: Talked, we've yeah. already talked about it a little bit, and it's kind of funny that we flip flop. But I'll I'll let you lay it out more.
0: It's Tanaka game one, Severino game two. CC game three, Sonny game four, which everyone thought Sonny was going to go game one because he was ready and healthy. And it's seems like a slap in the face to push him back, which is exactly what they did. I first and foremost, I try to stay optimistic. So if the Joe puts out something, I if I disagree and I didn't disagree with this anyway, but it, I'm just saying, I try to like rationalize it and then talk myself into it. Like, okay, this is great. This is going to work. This is going to be good. But this, I like. Tanaka, like Tanaka has looked like our best pitcher. His last two starts, small sample size, small sample size. Yeah. So what? That's what the, the postseason. you, you're not going to be like, well, over the course of the year, he did really good. And in June, he remember that? No. What have you done for me lately? It's all about who's hot. Tanaka has looked like our best pitcher the last 2 weeks. Get him out there twice. Everyone's like, "But I really wanted him at home because Tanaka's home and way splits are great." Well, going game 1 guarantees that if we get to a game 5, if we don't sweep them, that Tanaka will pitch at home. So you're going to get that. I I love it. I feel bad for Sonny. Yeah.
1: I and that's was, we when I say we flip-flopped, it was kind of a serious flip-flop. I wanted Tanaka to almost to go game one of the first series.
0: And I was saying, Hey, Sonny's been good.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) again, could be genius. Could not be. We, we don't really know. It's, it's honestly, probably, I was going to say safer play, but I don't know. Tanaka has been dealing, but the home and road splits, you just can't ignore. His, do you know his road ERA this year?
0: Yeah. But, but a lot of Tanaka stats are not like you for this season, you cannot, what's his home and away splits for his career. But, Tell me that.
1: Well, <laughs> I don't have those. Words, so okay. maybe in a little bit, but I mean this, this year he is three, two, two at home, six, four, eight on the road. Yeah. But, and so here's, here's, here's why the, the risk factor comes in. And I know, there's obviously pros and cons to my three-part statement here. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you dive into them. <laughs> but so in, and I think in every Yankees fans, cause it looked like Sonny was getting game one. If this is how I think you rationalize it, you say, okay, Sonny's going game one against Keuchel, you know, we're, we're essentially going to have most of the bullpen. Keuchel's had our number. Houston's a good team. It's in Houston. If Sonny could put something together, earn his stripes, if we could somehow get that game, that would be awesome. I think the game that everyone was looking at to to really get in Houston was the game two with Severino. Severino was our ace. He looked like he's back. And that, it it's almost the, and I, I shouldn't compare it to the Indians, but it was almost like when the Indians threw Bauer game one, they were kind of saying, well, Hey, we're, we're going to have our guy game two. And it was kind of that mindset. Like if somehow Sonny and the Yanks won game one, then we come back with Sevi game two. That's when Tanaka game three is awesome. Cause you know, Tanaka at the stadium for the rest of this playoffs is going to give you an amazing game.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, and I'm, again, we get blind with Tanaka and CC cause we love them. But even if we came back to the stadium Two, And Tanaka's on the Hill that, I mean, if you can meet Tanaka and CC again, I'm saying it's two, two. I mean, that's, that's all I've got. I, I just, it's concerning. It's concerning with Tanaka's road splits, the Astros being one of the best hitting teams in baseball. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so I've been saying this all season about Tanaka because his day and night splits, were a mess this season too, where people, and I probably talked about in on this podcast, I forget how much we talked about, but I was saying, if you believe the day and night splits splits for Tanaka for this season, you're just a fool. Stadium is different, because stadium plays a much different, like day and night, I think that is, I don't know, much more random, but stadium actually plays a part into your approach, your pitching strategy. It's not like at night you're going to throw more of these because it's darker, I don't know. Tanaka's yeah, ca-
1: ca- career Tanaka is three two nine ERA at home, three eight five on the road. Not obviously not as big a split at all. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I hate at home batters hit two twenty five against them on the road two fifty five. So I, there's something significant
0: there. I don't care about batting average against though. They can they can yeah. they can hit eight hundred as long as they don't score runs. I'm happy with it. Right. Well.
1: They
0: would if they hit that. But no, no they'd get into a lot of double plays. Okay, okay. Two hits, triple play. Two hits, triple play. Two hits, triple play. Every inning. 800 batting average. No runs. I don't care. Still love the game. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> my point is Tanaka's season has been so inconsistent, and it's not a good thing. It's been like it was brutal for a while, That all those stats are skewed because he just had such bad games. I don't think where he was, the day, what stadium quite a factor i think it was he had to fucking something was going on he had to figure it out his ball wasn't moving maybe the new baseballs i don't know whatever i like it i like it because in the first five games you get tanaka twice and one of them's at home and also Sonny gray if he did his job game one we're not having this conversation if he if he went out game one against the indians and put out the same performance tanaka did game three you, you were not having this conversation at all. It's Sonny's ball, but he didn't. And then we go to an elimination game and Tanaka puts out that performance. So award Tanaka, give him the ball again, yeah. and uh, let's and do it.
1: Th- that's that's where I, I'm I, – salvaging is dramatic, but I love how it lines up for if this were to go seven games.
0: CC game seven
1: cc game seven on the road which has been his niche and you'd get severino who again hopefully he's in ace mode and got over his yips game In game six i i don't know if this sucks for you to edit out or whatever but i've, I've got cubs nationals in the background two outs worth went in for like the outfielder like sliding into a base catch just swift Rolled yeah. through
0: the outfield. I heard they're they're, having, they're falling apart, having a terrible inning.
1: Good. Yeah. I mean, I don't
0: care. I don't, I don't really care about that. that. Who wins? But that's funny. That sucks. Yeah, it
1: was, it's pretty bad though. Like, <laughs> just very nonchalantly missed Oop. it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. All right. So, well, the other things is CC goes game three instead of Sonny game three, because we have the off day beforehand which allows all our bullpen to rest. CC has only given us 70. He hasn't, I don't think he's broken 80 pitches in his two starts. Right. So you want the full bullpen. So have Sonny, have CC go when the full bullpen is completely rested, maybe save Chad green. Cause Sonny hasn't seen the fifth inning in his last two starts either. And it
1: just, I mean, full devil's advocate, I throwing CC and Sonny back to back could be pretty tough on the bullpen.
0: Yep. Yep. Hopefully you get a, you got a win. Let's go to questions and then we'll just, whatever, whatever we go into, go into. A lot of them were about the rotation, which we know now. Uh, So John for, for arrow. I I, I always, this guy, this guy asks a lot. He's a good listener, but I butcher his name. Do you think Joe should switch the lineup around at all? Specifically moving judge out of the tool hole to try and get him out of slump. We talked about this yesterday and I said, I need two more terrible games to move him. Did you say one terrible game and you're moving them?
1: I think so. And I, I think you could – because they're going Keichel Verlander.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You could – I I think, again, that would be one of those things that Joe could hide behind a little bit, just saying, hey, we want to get a lefty bat up earlier against Verlander, something like that. Yep. And, I mean, he, he looked <laughs> – I mean – at a certain point you can't defend those series numbers and you can't defend a lot of the pitches he's swinging at. So
0: yep.
1: it's, you know, don't, don't hang him from the cross yet. Cause he could very well go three for four tomorrow with two homers and you wouldn't be
0: shocked. Nope. Or he goes, Oh, or he goes oh for two with two walks and then you leave him in the yeah. two hole. Because and,
1: and that's the thing. And he, he forces you to throw a lot of pitches still. He forces them to pitch to Gardner. So he he still has very much of an impact there. He would have to look very lost for a game or two to get moved. Yeah. Switching? Yeah, I I don't know. It's hey, new series.
0: The numbers are at the window. Yep, just like it's a new it's a new season. Yeah, Do those doesn't matter. Forget about that. Go out there first game. Get get some good at bats under your belt, Judge, and you're fine. You're in the two all. I actually, I, I don't think Joe would move him. I mean, I would. If he goes two bad games, I would think about it. I don't think Joe will. He's pretty loyal. But I do think he, Joe... He mixed up the lineup in the last series. Yeah, but not judge. But I, but I liked... That's what I was going to say next. Mixing up the lineup. I like mixing up the lineup mid-series. Because when you get to the... Bauer was facing us for the second time. Kluber was facing up for the second time. They obviously game planned the first time. And how they were gonna to pitch to this guy, if this guy's behind, pitch around Didi, get to the catcher. They were kind of doing that. And then you switch it on him the second time around. It just it's a new I mean it's a it's a wrinkle. Just throw a wrinkle their way, switch it up, a new look. I like that.
1: And it and it's a it's a weird baseball thing, because hasn't that new Yankee lineup not lost yet or something like that? Yeah, maybe. Wasn't the the lineup change I think was game three. So like Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I saw a tweet or two about that. So Yeah. It's, um, the other thing that's going to be tough to be reactionary about is it's Keiko Verlander (laughs) games one and two.
0: Yeah. Keiko's
1: had our number. Verlander stats with Houston are pretty stupid. I think in five games started, he's got a one ERA or something like that.
0: Yeah. So, but Kluber had our number.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just as
0: bad as any other pitcher in the league. More than Sam had our number. (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right. Um,
0: (laughs) Bower, pot, pussy. Uh, This is from Rusty. Will Holiday even be on the ALCS roster, or do we go Wade Clint for speed? We both think Holiday's going to be on the roster, I right? We both think he's going to start game one.
1: We think he starts game one, yeah.
0: Sonny just threw a stimulated game, and I made a joke that have Matt Holiday be the only batter. Like when me and you would play wiffle ball in the backyard, it's like you just pitched yeah. to me until you get me out five times. That's what they should have done. And they did it. There was a, there, That's what they were doing. Matt Holiday yeah. was facing Sonny, Sonny Gray in a stimulated game today. So I think he's going to get in. That's By the
1: way, that's going to be awesome. I mean, baseball's not one of those sports you think about it like that. Like normally you'd be – you you hear stories about Kobe Bryant like picking on his teammates in basketball stuff like that like that's kind of hilarious at base like what is, <laughs> like I don't know I think growing up we I I used to joke about like Kyle Goldstein he was soft thrown lefty that I grew up with and I was like oh man dude, guy just throws meatballs I could hit like what if Matt Holiday just grooved like five homers off of Sonny Gray he's like I own you <laughs> like, that kind of stuff happens
0: Probably. I don't know pretty good um. What's the next, next question? Um, Wade or Clint for Speed? Now, I asked you this text-wise. Do you take Gumby off? By the time you guys are listening, the roster's probably been announced. So, But my thought is, do you take Gumby off? He didn't pitch in this last series. Garcia did. So they're kind of the same exact role. Do you take one of them off? I think if you take one of them off, it's going to be Gumby now, since Garcia did his job, has the experience. And put Speed... Because you toe came in as the pinch runner there. Totally messed up. Big as he messed up as much as you could possibly mess up as a pinch runner. Yeah. So you can put a speed guy on. Also, Holiday on the bench is tough because he doesn't play any positions. If you take Gumby off, put another guy on, you can be a little more flexible with pinch hitting and stuff. Pinch hit Holiday, and then put someone else in the field instead of just being able to pinch hit. But. Joe doesn't seem like he's pinch hitting for anyone besides Headley Els.
1: Yeah. I, and I, something that I just thought about right now, good, good preparation, Jake is, I mean, with holiday playing, that's going to have Ellsbury on the bench as a pinch runner, potentially. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know this isn't the best mindset because <laughs> well, Girardi would get chewed out for it more than anyone, but it's a fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, <laughs> shame on me thing. You, you'd love to think that if Torres gets another base running chance, <laughs> he, he doesn't fuck up. But <laughs> um, I, the, the part that put me over is it's a seven-game series. There's three straight games, three straight days of games at the stadium. And we just mentioned CC and Sonny going back to back. Risky. So we're going to need, we're going to need bullpen arms. And I think you're going to have Ellsbury as more of an option to pinch run and as after that, if you need it. So I, I, and like, I, I think you're a patented phrase. You said you, you can't really have too much bullpen. <laughs> you can definitely have too little. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would be, I would be surprised. It, it wouldn't be a huge shocker. It would be a big pat on the back to, Jaime Garcia.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I would, I, I mean, I, I would be like, huh, he did it. That would be my response. Wouldn't be upset. Wouldn't care. But I, I, in a seven game series, even more games now, I think you're much safer having the bullpen guy, no matter how often or when he's going to get used. So I don't see them doing that. Also. And call call me
1: crazy. Neither, neither of those guys are like bottom ninth, steal a bad
0: guys. What? Wait, like w- wait is. He, Wade's close he like led the miners he's he steal yeah. he like led the miners and stolen bases he's like like that's yeah. like that's like a real big part of his game i know it is
1: but like have we seen that at the major league level yet
0: yeah and we've seen him go like first to home crazy yeah
1: i know well clint's clint's really good at that too clint clint first to third is impressive see he's
0: gonna slide, see? <laughs> he's gonna slide over third get tagged out i'm telling you
1: Exactly. So I I think either way, those those guys don't instill the Dave Roberts, Ellsbury.
0: No, well, no, I, I don't trust either of them. I mean, Wade's a good, yeah, ba- but exactly. Wade is like a, a base. That's what, I was just
1: That's what I was trying to say. Be there one day and hopefully he's a starter and he's not there one day. But
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, next question. I think this still comes from Rusty. How do both Judge and Sanchez break out of their respective slumps? I think they have to look at tape and see what pitchers are doing to them and learn. Judge has to learn okay, take that outside pitch to right or scoot closer in the box so you can reach it. But most importantly, lay off it. No, you know what? Fuck that. I don't, he's not lay off it. Swing more, Judge. (laughs) I've been bitching about that all series. Their pitchers are pitching to you. You're getting your counts. Fucking use them. They're giving you gifts and you're not taking advantage of them.
1: Aaron. Yeah. I've I've got mixed emotions on this because it's like these guys know. These guys have played a lot of baseball. They know that curveballs are coming low and away to get you out that's (laughs) basically any level of baseball past little league that's (laughs) a main option (laughs) to get a batter out with and i i think you fully you go in on it in the off season i like i i think it's like what you said you tell judge hey man you're in a hitter's count if you see something around the plate like just give it give it a hellacious hack Cause if you put yourself in these two strike situations, you know you you're sitting ducks. I mean, Gary still had an okay series. You know, it's.
0: I mean, the numbers are bad, sucks. but two home runs. It just,
1: it just yeah, it just sucks that he's, and like we said, none of the hitters had great numbers that series. It just sucks. I mean, that it just feels like those guys are giving away at bats. So
0: I I didn't feel like that with Gary that much. There was like the three, two breaking ball. He just swung over. And then that there was last
1: one... strikeout. Yeah. That's and then, the one that's sitting in my head,
0: there was one earlier where he took down the middle that I almost had a conniption fit on. But for the most part, I wasn't thinking Gary was looking terrible. Judge on the other hand was giving away at bats like a ten
1: ten second 10 second take on this. What, when Gary goes full take, what, what are your thoughts?
0: Uh, I, when anyone goes full take, it's funny, but yeah. I, I think I said that on Periscope because the first pitch, Gary went full take his that last at bat, and the guy just spiked one like hoping Gary was going. Yeah. To, he thought the pitcher thought Gary was going to swing no matter what, but Gary was taking no matter what, and then it's just like in, in in mental games, Gary just had to chuckle like fucking dumbass. But then that guy chuckled later on in three two. Spiked like it.
1: I, I think it's in. So another part of when I was thinking about this because I was. <laughs> because you knew he was going to bounce one to Gary and Gary was going to swing in it that last at bat. And in my head, I was telling myself, like, I almost want like, either the whichever coach it is, it's like the angry guy, Mm -hmm. just like scream, like, I don't care where this fucking pitches, just take it. But you can't do that in the postseason. So I but I would bet like, Early next season, like I, I could see Gary going full take on like a three-two pitch just to like teach him a lesson.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Next question. This is from Pettigrew. I didn't write down your first name. So just Pettigrew. Ah shit. One he's wondering how the rotation sets up. We already know. Next question from Derek Coates. If you guys were managers, what would your be your rotation? Damn it. <laughs> okay, next one well home. we we didn't we didn't fully address that I'm, the ro- I the rotation set
1: well no they said if you were the manager
0: oh but that's I'm, i mean he's asking us but do you want to do that now well that's wasted energy it's already set no i I mean I think
1: we're we're both already there i I still and it's the gambler in me as you've seen but i
0: i I kind of wanted to see Sonny go game one
1: I get it but
0: i I, I was there and I was fine with it But as soon as it was not happening and I read, (laughs) as soon as it was Tanaka game one, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Man, Tanaka just lights up my eyes. Light up his eyes, boys! You ever seen uh, Three Ninjas? Or did you have a bad childhood? Yep. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Tough, tough, tough break there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay. (laughs) Light up his eyes. All right, um... We take game one or we take game two. We will win the series and go to the World Series. That comes from Jay. Jay, I hate making wild predictions. Uh, they're boring. They're stupid. Everyone makes predictions and then they're wrong. I 100% agree. We win one of these first <laughs> two games. We're winning this series. That's that's my mindset. We're good at the stadium. So, and And, and, and I don't think this series is going to be easy <laughs> at all but I just feel like we take one of these first two. We're set up really well. The way the schedule works, that off day, our bullpen, we need Tanaka and Sevi to save our guys. Basically, we can't have Tanaka or Seve deplete the bullpen. Because if you have all six of them, all five of them ready to go for those two games with CC and Sonny, I really like that one game. Get home. I'm on board. Got to win one of these first two games. Thoughts? Jake Ronald? Yeah, I'm uh God, it's
1: I still I, I have to see Tanaka pitch on the road this playoff series because I I still I have a mental hump right now. I'm I I love him just as much as you. I God, if he's dealing, that would be badass. If dude, if if we take out Keiko like that's almost a monkey on the back for the Yankees team right now I mean and I I have a lot of confidence in Sevy versus Verlander yeah so I mean if 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 we so I'll, I'll say this for that statement if we win game one I think it's I think we win the series Woohoo,
0: that's even bolder
1: if we win game one, I think we win the series. Well, not really. I think there's some nerdy stat out there that like 77% of teams that win game one win the series. Okay, but
0: fine. Not, you like that? I got some
1: stats. I'm not as bold. Okay, Mark. But yeah, Mark Simon, my boy. But <laughs> I mean, I just, I feel like, I feel like game two of the series is an absolute coin flip. I think Seve could totally outduel him. I think Verlander could outduel him. Out outduel Seve. <sighs> Game one. I mean, it's in Houston. Keiko on the mound. They have the advantage. I, but again, it's, it's fucking baseball. <laughs> so, um, I I don't know. Again, I like I very much. How like how the end of the series lines up? As long as we're not down three one this series i think we're in a great place so
0: okay cool you don't think that they need their backs against the wall like they should lose the first three because we're so good in elimination games it's
1: a good tactic it's a good tactic that only works against the indians man
0: yeah but it worked for muhammad ali okay well (laughs) (laughs) okay all right next uh next uh besides the parkinson's that didn't work out well for him that way but In the moment. Hey. In the moment. It was a great strategy. Next question comes from Debbie. She has two. First, how does the three games in a row affect each bullpen and potential strategy deploying green? Uh, I think that's a great question. I My first, my brain says that it's very smart to make sure you don't use green in the first or second game. So he can go deep games when CC or Sonny are going, but that's a lot of rest for green. And you know how sometimes relievers get. So do you try and make sure green gets an inning and the, you're not going to do that. You're not going to throw green ahead of D Rob. Like Tanaka gives you seven. You're going to go D Rob Chapman. You're not going to give green an inning just to make sure he's not rusty. I I think we'd
1: be okay with, green getting an inning in game one, if it was needed in the fifth or something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I'm saying ideally days.
0: Yeah. Ideally you, you, if I'm saying if the situation doesn't arise, you're not going to force green just to give him throws.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think the game of chicken is going to come. Well, ideally for the Yankees is going to come three and four. Like we just talked about. 'cause I'm you're you're assuming <laughs> game five to knock at the stadium, you're assuming that's gonna be a great start, which I think it would be, yeah, um they' done nothing to make you think it wouldn't be, so it's those two games, and it's I guess it would be and again, pending the game, it would either be. And this is this is the argument we've kind of had before. It's, it's the do you you if CC goes five, do you throw Chad Green in there and hope he goes three innings and that's your full trek Chad Green day? It's done. Yeah, we're moving
0: forward. That's what or 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 or
1: do you go CC goes five? You go, Canley Robertson. I mean, maybe Warren if he's in there. I don't know. Um. Do you try to do that day the, the first game? That way, there's a day in between, so that second day can be Chad Green day, so the other guys can come back with a day of rest on Tanaka day if they need to.
0: Boom. Yeah, I don't know if you can force force things, but yeah, I mean, like say say game one, Tanaka gives you seven innings, six in the go, he goes into the six, right, sixth inning, right, which is right. likely. You're going to go D-Rob Chapman to get the last seven, eight outs. Okay. And then say the next day, it's the same thing. Sevy goes into the seventh. You're going to go D-Rob Chapman again because they can go twice in a row. That's not crazy at all. And you have the off day next. So you're not going to force the other guys. So these guys just need to make sure they are not rusty when they come in.
1: Yeah. it. I'm again we're (laughs) all these scenarios are kind of awesome because they all have the yankees up a run or two (laughs) but yeah we'll we'll have to see i don't know it's man game two in houston if we needed four innings i i think canely or someone would would get in the action a little bit but i i don't know i i think my again my new pad in line what to watch for would be the it's games three and four because we're clearly going to need the bullpen a lot. And I, I mean, I've, and I, I've told you this, I've, I've been a fan of the other strategy, but it's worked most of the year. I don't like having the plan Chad green day.
0: No, and I, I, I mean, that I, was I think, only for I, Gumby. That was only for Gumby. Right. And, uh, but whatever. Really.
1: But I i think, I think with the three straight games at the stadium, I'd rather you know, piece together whatever you have to piece together to get a win with the five arms and then say, all right, we're doing Chad Green Day the next day. You know, Sonny, get us get us four, five, or six would be incredible. If you get us four or five, that still works because we'll have Chad Green go in there and Chad, you're going three innings. Just make it happen.
0: Well, yeah, I tweeted out like when they announced the rotation, I tweeted it out and I had Sevy plus Chad as my game four pitchers. So I already have Chad green going, not with Sevy. sunny and Chad, sunny and Chad. I, yeah, I get, I get Sevy and sunny and guardy and Gary. I say the wrong thing. They're too close. Maybe I should just I, call them different things. I,
1: I guess that's the thing. So say, say Joe Girardi is on the same wavelength. I mean, wouldn't that make Chad green available in game one
0: more or less? Yeah, yeah of course. But, but I'm saying, only if the, the situation presents itself only if Tanaka comes out in the fifth or we're down runs, right? If we're, right. if everything's going to plan, you're not going to like, say we're up full three, four, nothing in the eighth inning. You're not going to be like, let's throw Chad. So he gets some work in before. you know what I mean? Well, when, not you consider it a little bit knowing that, no, I wouldn't at all. I mean, if you have a four run, or last lead, you go D. Rob Chapman for the last two innings. I know, but you could, you
1: can burn those guys out, especially game one and two. So in theory, in theory, Tanaka goes six, Sevy goes six, solid starts with the lead. I don't think you could go two innings each with both those guys back to back days.
0: I'm not saying two innings each. I'm saying like one inning each, or maybe D. Rob one one, one point one. Chapman, if Chapman goes two innings on Game One, he's not pitching Game Two. I wouldn't. Right, but that's in in my perfect scenario. All I'm saying is, yes, if if, you've you've got two
1: solid seven inning starts right now,
0: yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You're not. All my point is, you don't force Chad Green. If there's four innings left, then yeah, use him because you're not going to burn him. But if there's only two innings and we have the lead. You're not going to use Chad Green just to get him a day. You're going to use D-Robin Chapman. All right, next question. There's only like one left. Can we run on McCann? Good question, actually. I didn't, Jake and I neither knew that McCann is having a terrible. We had
1: to research Had
0: to research it. He's he's throwing out 13% of uh, base runners, 54 steals and like six throwing out. Those aren't the exact numbers, but they're right around there. Um, so, yeah, let's run all over them. Now, Jake, while you were talking earlier, I pulled up some more research on this very subject that Debbie asked about. And it's, sure. it's great news. We had two games against Brian McCann at catching, well, as catcher with three steals. We've got seven steals in six games. Well, I don't know if McCann caught every game, so even less. But seven steals against McCann on the season in maximum six games, but probably less. Now, do you want to okay. hear the even more fun news? Maybe. Do you want to know who those guys were? Who were they? These are the players who have stolen a base on Brian McCann this year. Hicks stole second. Judge stole second. Ellsbury stole second. Tereas stole second. Tereas stole third. Dee Dee. Stole second. He doesn't steal. He's got like three on the season. And Tyler Wade stole second. Zuh. Are these against Houston or McCann? Both. McCann was catching. I checked.
1: Okay. I don't know if Gaddis was in there at all, but...
0: Nope, McCann. Every, yeah. Every game. I mean, three stolen bases in a game is a lot. Yeah. Oh, Gaddis was one day. Which day was Gaddis? Well, I mean, Gaddis may catch. It. So either way, we've we've had Gaddis was another three run day. So we've had a three steal st- stolen base day off McCann and a three stolen base day off Gaddis. So it seems like, I mean, we're not going to force stolen bases because that's not how the Yankees win games. Really, like that's not, I, you wouldn't call us a running team. So I would not be like judge. You're stealing, Didi. You're stealing but Ellsbury Gardner should definitely try to snag backs. Yeah, it's
1: – I mean, it, I'm not going to spin us off into this whole weird money ball argument, but it's I, – I don't see speed being a big part of the series. I think if if it's a late inning tie game, need a bag, and Gardy or one of the speedster guys is out there, I would feel, I'd feel confident. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think, <laughs> I I don't think the stolen bags is going to be the, the keys to Yanks winning in this series. No,
0: unfortunately, I what, like to say Guardy grabs a bag. It is, it is a, like, like a dunk in basketball. Like it is like a little, like, all right, let's go get you going a little bit. Yeah, that's that's
1: the unmoneyball answer
0: yeah <laughs> i like some stats i hate other stats there's definitely a feel for the game type shit a stolen base can can give you momentum oh yeah changes the approach yeah. makes them go to signals and and stuff
1: especially if it's the first run or the last run whoa heavy statement
0: heavy uh, that's all we got i had a i had a thought today while i was talking to my dad though that was, that was, it was this, the Yanks are in the ALCS. This has been a crazy ride. It's been so much fun. It's it's like, it, it was like so exciting to win the ALDS and move on to the ALCS. From like 96 to 2004, the Yankees were in what? Seven ALCSs? Eight? They were in '96, definitely '96, '98, '99, 2000, 2001, like that, 2003 and 2004. That's seven right there. I don't. They in '97, they lost. I don't know. Lost to
1: they lost to Cleveland
0: in the DS or or CS. I forget. And then 2002, they lost to the Angels, and I forget which one that was. But, but anyway next season. So that's crazy to think how exciting this is to get to the championship series. When we were there, it was so like routine for a while to put that in perspective now. Cause when that was happening, it was like, yeah, of course that's, we're really good. Now it feels like, Oh, it's so exciting. This is so fun. And then I thought next year, it's all going to change because the expectations are going to be win the world <laughs> series next year, no matter what and winning the DS yeah will not be as fun and jubilant and joyous as it was this year because the pressure and the expectations are gonna be so much bigger so I am gonna relish this series as much as I can because the pressure is kind of off like don't don't act like I I don't want the Yankees to win and if they lose I'll be upset I'll be heartbroken but it's definitely uh, a, a little more stress-free. Then it's going to be next year, and the year after that, and the year after that. Yeah. So let's have a lot of fun and enjoy this.
1: And it, it feels like they've won two Game 7s. <laughs>
0: yeah, which is great. Maybe, yeah. maybe And two other elimination games. Yeah, right. Oh, did you see what Cleveland tweeted today?
1: I saw Game 6 or something like that. I, I didn't click it. It didn't start auto-playing, and then I moved on.
0: It wasn't a video. It was just, it said, so when's game six
1: question mark question what mark. was that i don't get that
0: they're joking like their joke is like wait i thought we were get this to keep playing when's game six wait
1: well, yeah, i don't get that at all
0: like if we were playing like back- that,
1: doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't process to like me. if we were
0: playing basketball and we said it was to five and then i lose i'd be like i thought we were playing to six
1: yeah, but that's, like, two totally different worlds that should never be combined.
0: I cannot believe they tweeted it. And, like, the Cleveland fans underneath were like, we're already moved on to next year. It was a great season.
1: Yeah. I don't like the whole thing. I can't even
0: talk about it. I said that if the Yankees' Twitter account tweeted that, people would, like, find out who that intern is and dox them. And, like, this is his name is Mike Abraham. He needs to be fired. I can't believe you would make a joke at such a terrible time.
1: Like Abraham.
0: That's a real name of someone that just popped into my head. Jack Scavone. Nice. All right. Shout out. Ooh, I posted my murder story to Twitter. Got, what a letdown. I was getting into the story. Oh, I thought she, like, actually got murdered by someone. Tough. (laughs) Tough. Tough. Nope, it was a made-up story that I said. Well, I made up a story. You guys don't care on the podcast, it's not necessary. Maybe you saw it on Twitter. Murder story. Did a little murder story. A little little, little campfire talk for the kids. Okay. What's your okay. favorite campfire That's story, right. Jake? That's what's your? Right. Come on. What's your favorite campfire story?
1: So Ulyeski Guriel has an OBP of three thirty two. I don't favorite camp story. I I don't really have one, man. I, like Boy Scouts and camping, like weren't exciting for me okay like I, cool. I like sports video games and like eating fat food
0: should we talk about the astros a little bit
1: well no it's funny so i mean we've been <laughs> how long have we been talking for
0: <laughs> like 40 minutes
1: and so i mean who on the astros have we mentioned <laughs> we have mentioned Keikel and verlander I don't think we mentioned another Astro player, G- Gaddison
0: McCann. McCann's arm. Uh, so oh, we
1: mentioned we mentioned two pitchers and two catchers. <laughs> the other...
0: Feels like maybe we haven't even talked about the series.
1: Astros insider. I mean, that's that's where I kind of wanted to go. I because
0: I love I Altuve. Mean, I
1: I know I you, Altuve's great. Hopefully he's second in the MVP. He's a short guy who plays crazy good baseball. I mean. That's, so I, without going through all the stats, I mean, Houston is a great hitting team. They were number one and two in a lot of the power and average categories. They've, Altuve, Correa, their national names at this point, George Springer's a stud. I mean, how do you, is, what, are there thoughts to say in this lineup? Do we talk about, like, the fear factor of it? Do you talk about... What, what you're worried about or
0: I think they're much better than the Indians lineup, which a lot of people were saying the Indians are the best team in baseball because Houston kind of slumped. But I, I think even when I did the the podcast with my dad, when I talked, who would we, or whenever we talked about who would you rather face Indian or Astros, I said Indians then, cause we pitched better against them. I'm not, I don't ever. I, I think the Astros are much scarier than the Indians and
1: yeah, I, I I was all in that with you too, just mine was a less, (laughs) even less powerful theory than that, but the Indians peak too soon.
0: Yeah. But we haven't had like a good pitching performance against the Astros yet this year. Yeah. Tanaka's numbers versus Astros. We won't do other pitchers because we're going to be doing these uh, after every game. So we can do this. So we'll just do game one. Tanaka, Jose Altuve's four, four, 11 off him. Carlos Correa is five for 10. Uh, George Springer is four for nine. That's bad. Springer, two home runs off Tanaka. Correa, two home runs off Tanaka. Altuve, one home run. Bregman's got a home run. reddick has got a home run. Let's see, who's he good against? If there's anyone. Uh, Cameron Cameron Maben, that punk bitch, that little wuss. Oh for eight against Tanaka. What an yeah, he idiot. He might not play. Well <laughs> he might not get the start. Yeah, because his numbers are so bad. Otherwise, he'd be probably batting cleanup.
1: They've got eleven guys with double digit home runs. I don't know. I their lineup's good. Um I I was looking at some of the
0: Ooh, look at this. Yuli Guriel, zero hits against Tanaka. Nice. Zero plate solid. in zero plate appearances.
1: Okay. Well, that's, that's okay.
0: Took you that's for, okay. took you for a ride there.
1: Oh, no. Um, <laughs> they were. So they're first in doubles, second in homers. Um, They were first in average, first in OBP, <laughs> first in slugging, first in OPS.
0: This is bumming me out, man. So,
1: so these guys can hit. I think so I my advanced stats and they're actually they're not that advanced and they make a lot of sense and it's kind of a skewed stat good lead in Jake Um but no there's a it, there's a stat that tracks um the power pitching Um I think I can I can bring it up easy enough but it it shows how how their batters do against guys that have it's not k per 9 but it's it's a it's some power pitching nerdy stat they have and both teams including the Yankees and it's where baseball's at so it's kind of obvious but both teams numbers go from like 270 good hitting teams good power power arms they both hit like 220ish not doing nearly as much so it's I, I mean, this series is almost the definition of where baseball's at. It's <laughs> it's going to be power pitching, power hitting, and honestly, I I've been dramatic about it, but a couple of, a couple borderline pitches that dictate at Bats. It's going to be, you know, who gets the two three run homers versus who gets the solo homers, and I mean, it's going to be a little bit of the, I the Yankees bullpen is the best bullpen left at this point. Hell yeah. So it's, what can we do against, what can we do against the Astros starters? I I mean, that's kind of my whole synopsis on the series.
0: All right. I think, uh, Yanks in five, there you go. Yeah. I was, or, <laughs> I guess, or
1: six, that was, that was, that was the part that was kind of making me laugh that we, we hadn't talked about Houston yet. Cause you're, you're wildly passionate about the Yankees. You, you made the Yankees a, just a chunk of your life. And I was thinking because you still you're a baseball guy, you know, you know, anyone on the Astros roster I would name, you would know them and know a little bit about them. I, but it's just funny cuz like I we didn't we didn't want to and it feels dude, so this I a lot of words to get to this. Well like with the Yankees, like ESPN said going into the Indian series that Botancus was the X factor. And like from a national view, you could see that and be like, "Yeah, he's their setup guy for all-star games, this, that, and the other." When us, we we were laughing about it because we were like, "This is, this is the biggest fake news we've seen yet." Because mm-hmm. he's he's not going to come in with a lead. He might not come in without a lead. <laughs> like, so that's I almost feel weird talking about the Astros guys because I feel like there's situations like that that we have no idea about. Yeah. Not watching the Astros every day. Like, I,
0: well, yes. You know,
1: I, like, they could be talking about Alex Bregman, like we're talking about Judge. Like, oh, you bounce one outside curveball to him, he's done. Where we're like, whoa, hey, this Bregman's an up and coming guy. We got to be careful. You know, it's, yeah. it's,
0: It's, I, uh, let's get a scout on the show. Who? A scout. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, to touch on that. And I think if you follow me on Twitter, well, maybe not. But if you listen to this, you understand it. Uh, Love the Yankees. Love talking Yankees. I am not a reporter, not a journalist. I'm a fan, super biased fan. And I only like to fill my brain with positivity. So like, yeah, the Astros are super scary. I'm not going to try and think about that. What's the point in continuously thinking like, fuck, the Astros are really good. They got a really good lineup. Jose Altuve is amazing. Carlos Correa is amazing. I'm just going to shove that deep down inside my body, wiggle it in my toes and not let it scare me. And that's when I'm like on Twitter. I posted something today and I was like, Tanaka's last two starts have been amazing. Sonny Gray's last two starts have been not good. Give Masa the ball. And this guy comes at me. He's like, we're only use those two th- games. Yo, I'm not a fucking reporter and I'm not unbiased. What do you expect from me? I'm, I'm not here to like, I'm a Yankee fan ch- to give news to Yankee fans and to pump myself up and make myself positive and feel good about the team. I'm not going to throw out some bummer stats and then everyone's going to be bummed. Like at times, I'll freak out on Periscope. You'll see me get mad at Judge for not swinging the 3-1 because that's also opinion. Like you said, I and I also am not going to act like People ask me about like, DM me, like, what do you think about Otani? Do you think they should sign Otani? I'm like, well, I've never seen the dude pitch ever. I don't even know what his yeah. windup looks like, so I have zero opinion. If they if, yeah. if they think they should sign him, they should sign him. Someone asked me about Cubs Nats. I'm like, yo, I don't really pay attention to National League Baseball at all. I have no idea. All I know is the Yankees. <laughs> right. <laughs> and a decent amount about the AL East and a little bit about the al
1: yeah i, I was <laughs> i was laughing about uh the Knicks point card they drafted frank nit N- 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 nita something like that and french
0: Sinatra. We he hasn't put
1: he, he hasn't played a lot this preseason and i was just having a good laugh about when the first international player well maybe kiyagawa did this to us but the first international player that comes over like Just, it's a complete scam. Kiagawa. Like they, like, like they just submit like these, like edited tapes of a guy. (laughs) Like, well, you know, nobody's really seen this guy play, but we're going to take a chance. And then they come over and it's like, you just, you just fully got
0: scammed. You got, got, that, you know, that's literally Kiogawa. Like it was the hype (laughs) of signing Japanese players. Everyone was racing to get them. Like it was a bidding war. The numbers got so high and it was more like Contreras- the Yankees just wanted to get Contreras so the Red Sox wouldn't get him. And then Keiagawa. And then finally they were like, all right, maybe we sit out a couple of these. Because yeah, you. Agawa was the biggest waste ever. They just,
1: yeah. Yeah. Really up there. All right. I got to watch this. I'm, I'm glad Kiyagawa got a shout out and Contreras. Contreras was kind of awesome to watch sometimes.
0: Yeah. I mean, he won a World Series, he put together some good seasons. He was like 50 years old playing Korean baseball. Someone posted a <laughs> GIF of that. So was Hideki Rabu. Hideki Rabu pitched until he hung himself when he was like 45.
1: Well, I mean, you got any closing thoughts on Houston, New York?
0: Yeah, go Yanks go, babe.
1: <laughs> Am I, okay, go Yanks go. My, my last, I a fake tidbit of information. Any of the bats that would scare you on Houston are right-handed. Like it's, I mean, you don't think Altuve, Correa, Bregman, Guriel, George Springer are all righties. Reddick's the lefty, Beltran and McCann, and Marwin Gonzalez are switch. So, I mean, is George? I don't know. We're throwing a lot, we throw a lot of righties, and CeCe's our lefty, so they're not going to touch him. So,
0: is George Springer the pride of Connecticut?
1: Yeah, George Springer's from Connecticut, and uh, UConn. Oh boy. <laughs> UConn, sure. Um, him and, uh, one of the pitchers was another Connecticut boy. Joel, he went to Joel Barlow. Where's these, where are these goddamn pitchers? Charlie Morton, I believe. Charlie Morton, the pride of Joel Barlow in hey, Connecticut.
0: I'm looking at the Astros roster right now. They got a guy, uh, named Preston Tucker on their roster. Do you know that?
1: Yeah. I don't know if he's, he stays on the playoff roster, but. I've heard the name. what do you think about that name? It's an okay name. I had a dog named Tucker. you did Preston Preston's not great, yeah,
0: cool <laughs> yeah it was
1: he was okay he was he was a pretty terrible dog to be honest
0: all right, nice. what'd you feed him? The food all right, all right, <laughs> so we'll wrap this up. yeah, all right, thanks for listening. I, uh... Enjoy the game. I will uh. Is it tomorrow? Is it Friday? Yeah, yeah it works. Tomorrow's so Friday. Friday the 13th, yeah. man, so you never know. Ooh, you think maybe they play in um, uh, scary outfits?
1: Yeah, I think both teams come out in scary outfits and play baseball. Maybe some it's, ghost-faced um, stuff? I'm having a birthday soiree tomorrow, so the game will be on, but if, if you get during game or after game feedback, I'm probably going to be like
0: rip-roaring drunk. All right. So maybe I'll just give you a call and record the phone call. Okay. And I'll right. do most of it at the after game of show on my own. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks for listening guys. I'm a drunk. Appreciate Thanks. it. Hey, we we're up to subscribe, rate review where I was just going to tell you we're up to. Like, our goal was 20 a little bit ago. I think we're up to 30 now. <laughs> Sounds silly. Those aren't that okay. high of numbers, but hey. uh, we, everyone who's been leaving reviews and everything, we love you. You're the best.
1: Yeah. We, we appreciate it, and uh, yeah, tell tell your friends in your group chat, and you guys will have something stupid to talk about for 30 minutes to get you to – so you listen for 50, you'll tell your friends, they'll listen, and then you guys will have something to talk about for another hour. That's like you just got two hours closer to the game.
0: Yeah, Boom. and remember to tune in to the YouTube video to see Jake's muscles. Thank you
1: Okay, maybe just the podcast, though. All
0: right. But – We appreciate you. Love you guys. Bye. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grandma.
1: Go Yankees. Can't believe she dated Babe Ruth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is the interesting one. My grandma met Babe Ruth.
1: Yes, we went to a resort.
0: He asked you out on two dates, right?
1: Babe Ruth, no. I got his autograph. That was all. (laughs) It was at the end of his career.
0: Let's go!